Well, looking forward to your pivot into professional uh, Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's good. I'm gonna, I thought I you need just a little get into like cardio. football manager sim or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Semi professional go. I've been, I've been thinking a lot about highlights. Scrabble. Highlight seems like About, the way to go. Don't you like? Oh, yeah, isn't yeah. that where the the ball goes like six hundred miles an yeah. hour though? Yeah, and it's like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is it? Where? What has a six hundred mile per hour ball? Highlight. It's a. It's the. Sp- I don't. Where is it? I'm Somewhere not, in South I'm America. Not really clear on the how the sport is played. You have that giant arm scoop, yeah. and then you throw the ball really, really fast for some reason. But is it like? A tennis situation, or is it like or a racquetball? Oh, that thing! No, where it's like, something? yeah, it's that like hooked wooden paddle yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like an arm scooby. How even do you right. spell it? How, how do you? Highlight. It's J A I dash A L A I, I believe. Highlight. Okay. And presumably Portuguese, so I'm sure we're getting all of those vowel sounds wrong. Is it Philippines? Wait, what? Where? I think most, yeah, that sounds more right. Most Americans will know it from like it was on Jackass one time where they just like pelted dudes in the nuts or whatever. Jesus Christ, <laughs> man! That's that's highlight's introduction to America. Oh, Never man. gets old. Uh, do you guys no, do you guys a, remember that's a classic bit. horse from America's Got Talent? Is that, is, horse? That, is that a person? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the guy's name. They weren't just playing horse on America's Got Talent. No, they didn't just like bring a horse on. No. <laughs> no. Look at this. No, horse. no, I meant the uh, the basketball game where it's like if I can oh. shoot this under my leg. <laughs> it was like that Michael Jordan, Larry That'd be Bird, a nothing good act. but Ned. That'd be a pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. act. No. This, no. What was horse's deal? It, he like constructed these elaborate scenarios where he got hit in the nuts it was just like goldberg getting hit in the nuts it was like a it was like an like a performance art piece (laughs) it was like he it was like a a dance like was it him getting hit over and over or yes by by, by people with like uh with like planks of wood, he'd like jump okay. off of a ladder onto. So it onto... wasn't. It wasn't like big elaborate setups where at the end of it he got hit in the nuts. No, it was no, it an was elaborate just... show of him getting hit in the nuts uh, a bunch. Yes, all throughout. Yes. It was just, that was. <laughs> it was like that was the instrument that was being played. Right. <laughs> and the music was incredible. And eventually they kicked him off because they found out that he was a eunuch and it actually wasn't hurting him. <laughs> yeah, that there's bad. no it's way fake. it wouldn't hurt anyway. <laughs> True. That is flesh. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a skill right there. It I, was, I mean, I, I have to say. It was definitely my favorite act. It's, it's the only act that I have ever remembered from that show, in fact. I don't know anything else it's, about that show. I don't remember any of it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the only act that I remember from the show now. <laughs> To the Liquid Flannel Podcast from Arlington, Texas. I am Matthew Hodges. When you last left Liquid Flannel, my co-host Brendan William was 
was just about to take his family on a treacherous journey through the ice and snow-clad passes of Colorado. Brendan, are you there? Did you make it? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I made it. Uh, it was uh, it was pretty much warmer than here in Omaha in Denver. It was huh. like in the like mid 40s. Yeah. Um, but you know, as soon as you drive up into the mountains, that that changes real quick. Uh, so we did go up to some spots in like Rocky Mountain National Park where. You know, they just like put up a sign that's like, this road is closed and yep. don't even think about it. <laughs> um, but you can still get out and walk around. Yeah. And yeah, man, we went on like this frozen lake and the wind was just whipping. And I took out my phone to like take a video and my hand went numb because I took a video that was like <laughs> right. 40 seconds long. And then my phone was like, I'm just not going to work anymore. Right. And like turned itself I, off. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, I took my phone out and held it up in front of me and it picked up the wind like a sail. And all of a sudden it was like in the middle of this frozen lake. No, I don't have one of those like iPhone pluses where it's all big. <laughs> right. It just, it just went right around it. Cool. Well, we're glad that you're back. Um, joining us tonight. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> joining us tonight is our senior Chicago correspondent, Cranky Megan. Hi, yeah. Megan. <laughs> Bomb book. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> we're, just, we're just glad content. to have you with us. Yeah, and just, just content. It's a, <laughs> it's a content economy, and you can't opt out of it. You can't? Uh, you're, you're part of the show at this point. You're locked in. This is doing this show Sorry. forever for no money. I just got sad now. <laughs> I'm not cranky, Megan anymore. Now I'm, now I'm sad. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's try to put some let's try to put some some joy back in. Okay. By talking um. about politics. <laughs> about. It is December. But now I'm locked We're about... in here with you guys forever. <laughs> We're about. Uh, by the time you hear this, we're probably about uh, ten days out from Christmas, and. As everyone knows, uh, tis the season for a war on Christmas. And oh, I wanted no. to run by you this this article that came out uh, about uh, a principal in Nebraska who banned candy canes from the school. Do you remember this story? Oh, I am. I am familiar with this amazing tale. Me Megan, do you know this story? No. Okay, why Why do you just, sight unseen, why do you think a principal would ban candy canes from a school? Because sugar is poison. That's good. <laughs> that, that would be really good. <clears throat> See, if I didn't know, I would probably guess that it was because, did, when you guys were kids, did you ever, uh, like, lick on a candy cane until it got down to, like, a uh, tiny Oh, yeah, point? like a shiv. Right. Yeah, and they didn't want kids walking around with shivs in the school. I could see that, that makes also. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should ban candy canes. <laughs> I agree well, with I, this I'm, principle now. I'm okay with this reasoning. I'm not okay with the actual reasoning, which is apparently that because candy canes are shaped like a J, they stand for Jesus. So... This is where I think this is hilarious because <laughs> what I, I believe what happened was that this well-intentioned 
principal <laughs> just is has so many misunderstandings about both candy canes and about <laughs> the way that schools work. But I believe what happened was this principal was like a church lady conservative who literally believed that candy canes were Christian because that's a thing that Christians say. Oh, sure. It's, it was a, it was an old email forward, right? About how like candy canes, it's uh, they're shaped like a J for Jesus and they're, uh, like the red and the white both represent things that are important to. Oh, the red like represents even... the blood of Christ. The, the, the Matt, blood of Christ. And the of white course. represents his innocence. Right. Oh. Which is so totally is like, what they were is thinking. Is it like eating his f- flesh? Like, are we yeah, taking which communion is, which now? Is what? You need a... That is 1,000%. What's happening? Like, Brandon... is it turned into his flesh, though? <laughs> no. Is there it's some not transubstantiated. Tra- transubstantiation, oh. yeah. <laughs> No, Brendan, I mean, uh, you're, as far as I know, you're the only one on the show who has any experience with the Catholics. Um, can you transubstantiate, like, anything? Or does you it have only, to be bread? It, it has to be, not only does it have to be bread, it has to be unleavened bread. Oh, interesting. Um, if, if there's yeast in the bread... And it has to be... Doesn't count. Oh, it's not like I don't know why exactly. Jesus I guess it's just because that's Jesus's fave. Yeah, that's the unleavened. Is there, there's got to be a Jesus brand crackers. Or yeah, something. I think I think they're called Jesus. Oh, no. we always used to talk about Jesus because <laughs> the serious? communion wafers. You know, there's different uh, ones at different places, but yeah. I mean, I remember the ones that I used to have in my youth very fondly, and I was like, man, I could just eat a whole bag of these. Yeah, snacks, the host cracker. Man. Hell yeah. Yeah. They're so, oh, they're just, they would just melt in your mouth. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, that was a big thing that, yeah, it was like a, a grandma email forward from the 90s or whatever, where they were like, did you know that candy canes, you know, you thought they weren't about Jesus, but they are about Jesus. Right. So why no, did just she a freaking ban candy them? Cane. Well, because I think she also thinks that, and, and this is a misperception that a lot of conservatives have, is that she thinks that. Within a public school, religion is 1,000% banned, and no one can even mention it or think about it because religion is not allowed in public schools. Right, so she sent out a letter basically that said, hey, like, here's a reminder for the guidelines for the school, like, try not to mention any religious specific symbols, and then she said, like, you know, like, don't put up a manger in your classroom, please don't call it a Christmas party, it's a holiday party, and also, like, don't use things like candy canes because they're explicitly Christian. Um, well, which again, of, she I'm, she thought she was doing the right thing. Right, so she's yeah. just so confused. It's very sad, actually. Yeah, Megan, so like the the PC culture like hysteria sort of like backfired. I mean, kind of. On, it's it, yeah, it, it or well, it ended up working. It's... Ended up working in a way in that like here's a here's a school administrator who is herself religious and understands that she can't push religion in the school. And so it was trying to adhere to those guidelines and goes like way far the other direction where right. she's believing that it. stuff is religious that actually isn't, so which is actually kind of hilarious. Pissed at her? Oh, she got fired immediately. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. They, they, they kicked her to the curb. They for fired trying to do her? the right thing. Oh, absolutely. 
was um, brutal. They absolutely fired her for hating Christians, which is not allowed. Um, oh wait, yeah, no. So Christian. was there was it was there reasoning that this was some sort of administrative overreach, or was it because they? Because, because she was getting harassed because she was Christian or because she was waging a war on Christmas. It's because she was waging a war on Christmas. Good um, Lord. As a know, Christian, they, though, right? Yeah. You know, I guess it's really unclear. You know, they, they, they basically just said, like, hey, like, this wasn't like we didn't tell her to do this. Like, she made this up on her own. And so, like, she, you know, by by saying that this was official policy or whatever, she made us look bad. So pff, we're kicking her to the curb or whatever. Um, I wonder how much hate mail they got. Oh, I'm sure they got a ton because some family, like, um, you know, some like Christian, you know, hardcore Christian organization, some parent, you know, some angry parent sent them a copy of like the email and said, Pita like, can you believe Christians. this Christian hater or whatever, which, you know, again, I looked for some information on this, on this, Principal, I'm going to actually look up her name here because I just had it. It was Elkhorn Public Schools outside of Omaha, Manchester Elementary School. Jennifer Sinclair uh, is is her name. Devout Christian fired for waging a war on Christmas. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not sure exactly what her deal was but um yeah she literally said like yeah the shape of a candy cane is a j for jesus the red is for the blood of christ and the white is a symbol of his resurrection <laughs> wait in um, the email yes in the email <laughs> that she sent out saying like here's an example of something that you should not use in your in your christmas decorations or whatever she also said like here's some things that you can use presents gingerbread people um sledding you know polar bears penguins earmuffs snowmen Wait, polar bears you know like coca-cola the see that's a coca-cola <laughs> Wait, you're thing. not right. allowed to use that or you are encouraged to use that. Th- those are the things that she was saying that you should use here are got the things it, she was saying it. you should not use got it is santa it, it... she said no santa no Ooh. santa no elf on the shelf that's christmas related no about, christmas like, carols no about, christmas like... music what about Jesus on the cross? That's like a really bloody, <laughs> a really bloody one. No, that's Just like as a, okay. as a teacher's aide right. or something. Yeah, which yeah. you know it bums me out because I I do wish like uh, so much of this is people try to say. Well, hey, I don't want to like look like I'm promoting a religion or, or something like that. So I'm just going to not do anything. I don't even want to have the appearance of bringing religion into the classroom or whatever. But I really think it would benefit everybody if they just went the complete other direction and they were like, let it all in, you know, yeah. talk about all of the religions, talk about all of the different, you know, winter holidays and stuff, which I, again, some people do, but I think more and more in today's, you know, kind of society there's this conservative meme that hey schools like that's not allowed which is not true but it's like taken hold so much that people legit think this is how like that it is a rule i think but it's not i think the risk is that your your plan would work really well in an elementary school or high school or whatever that has a a pluralistic student body Right. Um, but when you're in, say, uh, like the Bible Belt or something where, like, n- 19 kids out of 20 are Christians and then the last one is Muslim or Hindu or Jewish right. or whatever, 
um, it it becomes uh, hegemonic in a way that that actually does create an atmosphere. But of, that's the that's the the environment where this would be most beneficial, right? Where like I think it's shameful that we don't learn about things like the like Indian holiday of Diwali and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is like a huge celebration for them. And no one in America has even ever like heard of it. Sure. Yeah. Our elementary school actually every single year, at least while I was there celebrated uh, Chinese new year and reflecting on it. Like, I don't think that was my elementary school being particularly uh, forward looking. I think it was the mom of a kid that I went to kindergarten with. Um, who was just like, well, if they're going to do this holiday, they should do this one also, uh, which was great. We got to learn about Chinese New Year and the uh, Chinese horoscopes and all of the food traditions and uh, putting the money in the little red envelopes. I don't remember yeah. what that's about, but I remember learning about it. You know, Megan, what was your uh, grade school mm-hmm. holiday experience? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um, I... I remember playing Silver Bells on, like, a xylophone. Oh, okay. I, I was going to ask, were you playing actual Silver Bells that or just the song sweet. Silver Bells? I th- or when there might have been there might have been some, like, bell ringing. It was, like, a, 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 a handful of kids in the class that, that mm-hmm. was our act. Sure. Yeah. Did you guys play uh, Baby It's Cold Outside? <laughs> no. No, we did not. That would have been... <laughs> massively inappropriate i have a uh i i have <laughs> i i hold the unpopular opinion on baby it's cold outside but oh, honestly no. at this point i just want it to go away forever so i never have to hear the discussion again it's not even that good a song it, we, we didn't it's barely it a didn't song. have to come up it's like a skit <laughs> i think oh uh, no sorry I'm, I'm talking about the uh like the the capital D discourse that happens every year around the song "Baby It's Cold Outside." Like I'm just done with it. I, I, I I'm happy to joke with you guys. What about are it. what are the contours of it? Uh, basically, that <laughs> either it's flat out a song about date rape, or you have to understand it within the historical context when it was written. And in fact, it isn't so it's really still about date rape, but just not acknowledged as such. Uh, no, it's that if if you understand it in the context, the lines make more sense as she actually genuinely wants to stay and is trying to make excuses to, like, cover to her ass, basically. To seem chaste and proper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, she's like, oh, it's not that I wanted to stay over, but, oh, it's just so snowy, so, yeah. like, ugh, what are you gonna do? Right, it's like... It, it's like that thing that they do on Frasier all the time, where Frasier and Niles both have an ulterior motive that they agree on, <laughs> but they won't out and say it. So they, <clears throat> so they go back and forth, like inventing like a plausible excuse. Uh, it's it's exactly like that. Like the two singers are collaborators. She wants to stay. He wants her to stay. Um, or it's a song about date rape. Anyway, one way or the other, these all of these arguments get trotted out every single year. Uh, as soon as Thanksgiving is done, and frankly, it's not that great a song. I'd be okay if it went away just, you know, to save the everyone the headache. The only good Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. I think there are one million retail employees who would disagree with you on that. They're wrong. <laughs> I, I get, I understand. I understand. What about Mannheim be... Steamroller? That's a jam right there. What's that? Those are some bops. Yeah, Sing that's it. that one's really good, and also the... Uh, 
Sing uh, it. Was it the Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yeah, Mannheim like the- Steamroller is like this '90s, like, um, like it's like Christmas, but like, um, really like like synth pop, like self-aggrandized synth pop. Oh yeah, Mannheim Steamroller of- is is in a genre all by itself, and it's all because Chip Davis just thinks that he is fucking amazing, and. <laughs> Yeah, sing, so it's like a full orchestra. You can't <laughs> sing it because it's all instrumental. Yeah, it's, it's oh. instrumental. All right, well, like, I think really, this is where really you should bad, cut like, in. Really bad, like, 80s fake synth drums and stuff that think they're super epic, but really you're just like, this is hilarious. It's dope. I agree. I, I really enjoy that one. I think you should cut in, edit in. Is that oh, what's going to yeah. happen? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that right now just to give you a taste of it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't agree though that uh, that the those are the only good Christmas songs. I li- I kind of like the traditional music. I like um, no. "Oh Come All Ye Faithful" and no. uh, I mean Judy Garland on high is a is a bop. It's great. Yeah, no. The like "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." I mean no. that is a that is a depressing ass Christmas song right there, and I love the shit out of it. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, John Denver and Rolf the Dog did that as a duet on the uh, the Muppet. <laughs> Uh, Christmas or Christmas with the no. Muppets album, yeah, really, really Chestnuts good. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Classic. Yeah, there's, some, there's some bops out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's that so many of them are overplayed at this point. Like the first time I heard what's that uh that acapella group? It's like Straight No Chaser. They're Twelve Days of Christmas. The That's the like one where pent- they pentatonics or whatever. It, whatever. I think it's I think it is actually Straight No Chaser, but um. Like the first time you hear it when they when they go into singing Africa at the end, it's hilarious. And then the fifth time you're like, "Oh, you hadn't heard this one yet. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it is really good." And now, like ten years on, I I just can't bear to have that come on. I hate Christmas music. I mean, Christmas music it. is so bizarre because there's so much of it. Most of it is atrocious. But yet, they continue to play it, and they refuse to let any songs, any new songs in. Like, yeah, the Mariah Carey thing is, like, one of the most recent who, who songs makes the that money is, for like, Christmas canonized. The, like, all right, who's making the most money from Christmas music? Who, well, who, it's, I mean, it's, the... who, it's whoever oh, it's licenses those songs Pentatonics. out. Pentatonix is, is raking <laughs> it in on the Christmas music, for sure. Well, uh, XKCD, I, I don't know if it was this year, I don't keep up with the comic anymore, but um, he released a histogram showing what years the top, it was like the top 20 Christmas songs ever played on radio mm-hmm. were yeah. released, and it's all like baby boomers childhoods. Mm-hmm. So it's it's whoever baby boomers are giving right. their money to is is who's making money on Christmas carols. I love the uh, the British tradition though of like having the top song on Christmas Day or whatever of each year. Are you familiar with this? No. So there's like a thing oh, is that in the how, UK. Is that, how, is that how Rage Against the Machine ended up? Yes. Okay. And so okay, like there's the like story, this thing sorry. where it's like. They, they have this tradition of like, well, what's the number one song on Christmas Day? 
and like sometimes it's a it's a Christmas song, but then people started like getting hip to the fact that you could kind of <laughs> manipulate the chart performance by having radio play, having like digital album sales and like yeah. singles sales on iTunes and stuff would rank into it. And so yeah, people would be like, "All right, you guys, like this year, you know, everybody's you know, just downloading Rage Against the Machine or whatever as much as you possibly can right. so that we can get it to be number one uh, on Christmas <laughs> Day and, like, go into the canon of, like, UK Christmas, you know, top hits or whatever. It's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, and then they brought them in live, right? And told them, okay, and you, can, actually... you can you can sing this song. Ah, oh, what, what's it called? Um, it's, like, Pocket Full of Shills. I don't remember the, the title of the song, but... Um, it's the one where he just yells "fuck," uh, just like fu- it's it's the the "fuck you," uh, I won't do what you told me part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and they're like, okay, because... you can you 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 guys are gonna do this live, but you can't do that part. And of course, it's Rage Against the Machine, so yeah, naturally, fuck you, they, you, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you tell me. It's <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's nice that they actually respected the results, unlike that uh the boat. Oh, Boaty McBoatface, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it? really unfortunate. Yeah. Didn't they, they ended Rip. up uh they ended up naming one of the like aquatic probes Boaty McBoatface, I think. Aw. That's is, nice of them. It, yeah, it's it's not it's not quite what everyone was hoping for though. Oh my I god, agree. could you imagine the like probably really lengthy discussion that was involved in that decision? Like, there was almost certainly a fight about that. Oh, absolutely. Have you noticed that pretty much no big organization has done an internet poll since Bodie (laughs) McBoface happened? That was, like, the last time. uh, That and uh, Doritos ending up having to deny uh, calling, like, a new bag of chips. uh, Hitler did nothing wrong. Oh, God. (laughs) Because of the online uh, flavor ranking. Right, right. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, 4chan is a force to be reckoned with. They're they're yeah. awful, but you got to recognize that they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good point. You know, it's interesting, though. I, I haven't really heard much this season about a war on Christmas, other than the meme of people, you know, thanking Donald Trump, like, Thank you know, thank right. you, sir, that we can finally say Merry Christmas again, as if that was ever actually a part yeah, of the without discussion. Without Obama's UN thugs, you know, <laughs> hauling us off to re-education <laughs> right, camps. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of quiet this year. I don't know. It's like the evangelicals the are kind of are... well. They well, shut that can- candy cane lady right down. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, no Christmas is saved, everybody. She Hooray. was on. She was on their side. That's how rabid they are for a victim in this thing. Or, or not, not for a victim, but for victimhood. For a villain. Yeah. Oh my god, the persecution complex is so. Oh man, hurtful. I used to love to. I used to work uh, at Target, and people would often aggressively "Merry Christmas" me. Oh yeah. As, because there was like a thing where like Target like told their employees not to say Merry Christmas, or they like said that they weren't going to put Merry Christmas in their ads, which was like never true, but it was like a conservative Facebook meme. And so people would come into Target and be like, hey, Merry Christmas. And then I would just go like, oh, thank you. But I'm actually Jewish. 
and they would just get really confused and <laughs> like ashamed and walk away. It was my, it was my favorite thing to do. Outstanding. <laughs> so sorry for like um, stealing uh, Jewish valor, but I had to. Do it. <laughs> no, sorry, right. I mean, you, you were. Uh, I, I think that's enlightening. You weren't really uh, like appropriating anyone's culture there. No, well, because what I really would say is like, oh, thank you, but I'm actually an atheist. And then they would just get like really like more pissed and like probably try to get me fired. So I was like, I better go with the safer option here. Yeah. Yeah, there should be some counter programming, right? Like tell shop clerks who get approached like that, like, um, thank you. But because we live under a capitalist system, I'll be working Christmas Day and don't get to <laughs> right. spend time with my family. So probably it's not going to be a very Merry Christmas. Uh, but that thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you have the amount of money that you're spending and the time off. You know. Enjoy that new TV. Yeah. I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. I remember that Howard Stern was a judge, I think. Wasn't there a guy on there? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. If Howard Stern was a judge, then I remember the time that uh, Trish Rhymes with Fish went on. <laughs> um, that uh, that super goofy, um, like, big-titted blonde valley girl who uh, I knew previous to that because she did a video talking about uh, whether or not dogs had brains. Uh, that's a that's a talent right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. And she went on with this uh, really strange, like, rapid fire kind of Nicki Minaj rap that immediately, like, bzz, 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 like she was out. <laughs> um, but then she said that the only reason she came on was to talk to Howard Stern. He came up on stage and hugged her. Uh, it was good TV. That's so Touching. depressing. <laughs> yeah it's so funny that there's all these like reality shows like and people win like the voice is super popular like i could not name a single person who like has won the voice like it's completely right. meaningless that no way man you, you win. win the fucking voice man <laughs> i mean i guess that's cool <laughs> but like it's not really, really like, like the, voice. the launch pad that... to, to international superstardom that they bill it as you know well, and none of them have been since, like, I'm going to say, like, the first two or three seasons of American, uh, American Kelly, Idol. Uh, 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 Kelly, so after Kelly Clarkson, there was, what was that? She's like, well, one Clay of the, Aiken's out there, like, failing Carrie, to run for Congress in North Carolina. Right, yeah. Carrie Underwood was, like, a yeah. huge sure. seller. Okay, I'm not saying it never happens, but for the most part, I mean, that show's been on for what, like, 20 years at this oh, point? Yeah. Like, we just named the three or four people that we can think of from it. Well, oh, yeah. That's the big show. There's just season after season of like, oh, yeah, that person. I bet oh. I bet Melly could tell you. I bet Melly would have <laughs> She's an super encyclopedic into the... knowledge. 
<laughs> I just liked uh, Tape Face or whatever his name was. What? He was like a prop comedian, but he also came out with a big piece of duct tape over his mouth. Mm. He sounds like a tick villain. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think he went on to be a tick villain after that. No, but he he won one season in one of these uh one of these variety shows, and it was just that must be America's It was just Got him talent. doing. Yeah, it might be. But they loved him. Wait, what? is Simon on America's Got yeah, Talent? Yeah, he might be now. No, that's X, oh, okay. that's X Factor. It's like basically oh, the same thing or yeah. whatever. That was it. It was it was X none Factor. Of these, then. He, none of these shows can hold a a candle to the real best reality TV show, which is Bridal Plasty. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, do you remember when Fox in, like, the 90s had, like, Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire or yes. whatever? Yes. Classic. Yeah. Or, or the Wait, swan. Is Bridal Plasty... Is Bridal Plasty what it sounds yes, like? Yes, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's Well, it's a wow. show where they... Where, like, ten women compete for their A, dream wedding, and B, uh... All of the plastic surgery. Jesus and they Christ! Win, That's like they um, win procedures along the way, and there's injectables. That is parties. grim as oh, fuck. Oh, it is horrifying. Like I've a, watched it three fucking, times. That's a Philip K. Dick story. <laughs> I I started trying to watch it for the fourth time uh, a couple nights ago, and I don't know how I ever got through that. It's just Yikes. so it's so devastating. It's like I think it's 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 only a matter of time before some network comes out with a show that's like who can be the best trans person and will get you a free surgery. Mm-hmm. Like that's just totally going to happen. Isn't that yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, like in Brazil, the government subsidizes plastic surgery. There's like a you can get like a, a plastic surgery like voucher or whatever from the government. Huh. Hmm. That that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. What would you What would you do if you if you had to get plastic surgery? <laughs> not not just like what would you want to have happen, but say somebody was forcing you to get something something plastied. What would you do? Tail. <laughs> That's pretty good. But like a, a, no, I don't want a tail. Scales. You want, a, I you want, want like scales. a fully, a fully prehensile tail that you can like hang from the ceiling with. Yeah, I want something really functional. I yeah. would get my nipples removed just to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan goes to the beach and he's looking like Marilyn Manson off the cover of a Mechanical Animal. Yeah, exactly. People are like, "What's ha- what's happening here? This is so <laughs> so strange." Oh, yeah, no, I just heard the other day that uh, Alfred Hitchcock didn't have a belly button. Apparently, he had some mm, medical procedure at yeah. some point. Yeah. He had <laughs> a medical alien. what? He, he had to have some medical procedure done, some sort of uh, abdominal surgery, and as part of the surgery, oh, they just, like, I guess the belly button over. was in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So. Belly buttons are so confusing. My belly button was always really weird. Show it. Let's see. Was well, you can't really you can't really see it anymore because now I'm fat. But it used to like stick out a lot. Uh, yeah, oh, I remember mouthy. that. It was kind of it was it, it was like a puckered. Cheerio shape. It was uh-huh. really strange. <laughs> um, but like my my brothers had it too, and it was like, is this like genetic or is it like it's just a specific doctor? 
the delivery. Yeah, deal. is it like depending on like how they do? I don't know the chord or whatever. It's it's what, very confusing. What do you think I am? It's probably a, that. A Billy Buttonologist. Yeah, you should be <laughs> cancel that psychology bullshit and go into a real science. You know what? Uh, you're, you, I mean, you're you're absolutely <laughs> the. You were absolutely the closest to a medical expert we have ever had on this show. Really? So we so we will have to defer to you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, maybe not. Pat Ross does uh cut up dead bodies a lot, but in a classroom setting, not just for fun. You know, Although but no, Pat, it, it could whenever. be. Yeah. Uh, yeah sure. I, I would like a little more context. Yeah. He's a You never had to do any like <laughs> medical you never had to do any like cadaver work for your psychology degree, right? No. I mean no. you're really missing out on that. <laughs> uh psychiatrist You didn't have to take anatomy class or anything? I mean just related to the brain. Uh, I had a friend in undergrad who was pre-med, and I never had to take any of the like human A&P stuff for my degree, but I would go in and hang out with the with her in the cadaver lab, um, you know, mm. like have a snack, play around with the body. It was kind of cool. I, I, did, I did train as an EMT, so I do have some... First. You're a trained EMT? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we, we definitely hard. need to defer to you on medical knowledge. Okay, then I declare that it's the way that the doctor cuts and ties off that makes the belly button. <laughs> you know, do this from all the anything? medical emergencies, of the belly button emergencies that you responded to. <laughs> do you think they ever get creative with it? Like somebody's ends up looking yeah. like a yeah, they have I don't belly know, like a spiral. Button tie-off competitions yeah they should like yeah have, they should ask you to do it screw that like CRISPR genetic testing thing like i just want to be able to pick my belly button style for my kids like come on <laughs> that's like, actually that's a pretty good fair. little uh, that's it we could we could sell that in in post-capitalism we could absolutely say that like this year's big trend is um like a bedazzled belly button oh you know or, what i changed my plastic surgery answer i'm getting a belly button plasty i'm finally getting a normal belly button it's, i've waited my whole life for this we're gonna the like, government needs to subsidize you're this. gonna give it like a little a, a like braided cheerio i'm just gonna get it pierced and get like a little moon and stars uh, that's that's just a belly that's that just a belly like <laughs> ring that's like <laughs> Does that not plastic surgery? That doesn't count. No. That's that's totally cosmetic surgery. Come on, that's that counts. It's somewhere. Surgery. It's got to be somewhere on the on the spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> on the what, dimension what we consider of, to be of, okay. Yeah. Body modifications. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's really what plastic surgery is, right? It's just the uh, it's like the really bougie like non punk uh, body mod community. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I never did any uh, any body mod stuff. I never got anything pierced. I got one small tattoo, but that's it. Yeah, I don't have anything. I'm not cool at all. Yeah. Wah-wah. Well, I mean that. Yeah, you guys are nerds. I, I think you're cool, Brendan, but not not because of that. Yeah, Megan, you're all tatted up, right? You're just from oh, yeah, head dude. to toe. You look like one of those yakuza guys. She actually runs her headphones through her giant like <laughs> hoop, uh, whatever the, the gauged ears. <laughs> she's she's has ear pods wired in or whatever i'm now see it's, some of that like transhumanism stuff sounds pretty handy like the uh oh you get like the, an rfid the, trip and plant it into your arm yeah, so there's, there's a the fucking yeah, yeah, door yeah, exactly. unlocks for you that, uh, that that french performance artist had his uh his like subway his metro rail card like implanted in his wrist 
Um, so he never has to like carry a card. He just scans his wrist at the thing. What a what a deal. Yeah, I mean that's sort of the uh, the mark of the beast, right? That's that's what like evangelicals are really worried about this kind of technology because once it becomes ubiquitous, like, well, there's a way to read Revelation. Yeah. That's like maybe that's it was a, that's just a real a, problem wait, with that technology for wait, sure. No, no, no. Go on. What's 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 the problem? Oh yeah, so in so in uh, John's letter of Revelation, he talks about how once the Antichrist rises, everyone will get the, the mark, mark of, of the, the beast, beast, and you'll know them because they're marked uh... with the mark of the beast. And so there's this interpretation of that, which is that it has to do with like some technology everyone's going to ad- going to adopt. Like, when I was a kid, they used to say that it was barcodes. That mm-hmm. barcodes were the mark of the beast. And once they invented barcode technology, it was only a matter of time before people were getting, like, oh, wow. barcode tattooed at birth for, like, track, like personal tracking or whatever. They're not so um, far off. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense because with the way things are going, there probably will be some sort of, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's facial a, recognition or some sort of thing like that. It's going to be right. terrible. Sure. So yeah, I mean everybody, everybody already setting that one up. Everybody <laughs> already prophecy. carries around a device with them yeah. that carries all of that information, and lots of people have access to it's it. It's just so, a matter I mean, of we, where you define the self, right? Yeah, or like what the mark is. The mark of the beast is just like if you have the Apple or like a Google logo anywhere on you <laughs> at any time. It's like your Facebook uh, page QR code. <laughs> Yeah, I buy it's it. Your, I'm, it's your, I'm totally it's, on board with this. It's your Verit code. <laughs> this is this is like the most plausible biblical thing that I'm I'm just like super on board with. That's. <laughs> well, I think the uh, the collapse of the Roman Empire was pretty on point. Also, it's in that same book. I should yeah, probably they, yeah, read they it. called it. Oh, you should definitely read Revelation. Just go onto the Wikipedia. Um, it's great. It's a I, read, great I read the New Testament, but I haven't read much of the Old Testament. No, Revelations is New Testament, technically. Oh wait, it's at yep. the oh. It's at the very end. It's the it's the All grand right. finale. It's so great. <laughs> it's so okay. It's the one part. You of will it. you will read it if you've never read it before. You will read it and be like, "This was in I here the whole time." This. Yep. I took a class on yeah, New Testament, so <laughs> I must have read. We're this. gonna. Oh, it's so good. We're going to make a fan of the uh, Left Behind series out of you, because that's, that's also where what? all of Left Behind comes from. Uh, what? What is that? Is that any? Is it anything like The Leftovers? It's it's exactly like that. <laughs> the Leftovers is a ripoff of Left Behind, Dude, basically. The Leftovers is, I think, like one of the best shows on television, hands down. I should definitely watch that. I heard it was it's pretty so good. It's a slow good. start or whatever. Yeah, it's, it is devastating. So, but yeah, when when we were in high school, about what fucking twenty years ago now, uh, yeah, there was a, a extremely popular series uh, of books called Left Behind, which was a dramatic like tale of what if the like biblical apocalypse happened, um, and basically what happens in the in the Christian apocalypse is everybody who is a good person gets magicked to heaven and everybody who's not a good person gets left behind on earth mm-hmm. to suffer basically yep yeah they go through the tribulation it's called In the fact, tribulation what one of the one of the books is called the tribulation 
or possibly is several that, of is them. Is that I'm not like sure. here's your chance to redeem yourself? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think well, it was. That's uh, nice. Didn't didn't Kurt Cameron play like the main character in the oh, movie? Oh man, that guy. Oh yeah. man, I remember. Well, it watching... is funny because yeah, like the modern reinterpretation is like, oh, that the purpose of that is so that you could like have a chance to be like, well, this is your last chance to like become a good person and accept Jesus and go to heaven. But if you read the original, like that's not what it is at all. It's just you nope. suffer and die and yeah. <laughs> forever. So they took some some liberties. Well, I don't think the rapture is even in uh, the book of Revelation. I think that came later. Yeah. Um, that's from, like, uh, it's not Milton, but it's it's from some, like, apocryphal source or something no, like that. No, it's, yeah, it's in like, there where he, t- likes the book of John or something, he talks about the 144,000 or whatever. Right. But that's, that's 144,000, like, good people. That's not very many. <laughs> the, yeah. the numbers were pretty skewed back in the day. Yeah. All right, so let's name, let's let's pick one hundred and forty-four thousand people that we think would go to heaven uh, in the rapture. Go, <laughs> uh, Hillary Clinton, number one, no. <laughs> naturally. No, not even ironically. I'm I'm having a hard time coming up with one. Oh come on! I mean, we, there's you know, there's oh, Mr. Yeah. Rogers. He was nice. Yeah, he's but he's dead it. already. He's probably it. Mr. Rogers can't get raptured by definition because he's not. He's the dead already. I feel like a a living person, like Malala, she she'd probably go. She's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, she's a Muslim. She's going straight to hell. You guys didn't even read the Bible at all. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Wow. No. (laughs) Act like you never even read the Bible. You don't accept (laughs) Jesus. Boom. Out of here. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, like I said, having a really hard time coming up with even one person I can say. Hands down, would go to heaven. Me. Oh. <laughs> no, you've you've committed the sin of being cranky. <laughs> the, the worst of the seven deadly sins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's oh, like man, cranky, sleepy, dopey. They're the worst. <laughs> I did watch Seven the other night. Um, I went on Netflix. Oh, that's a throwback. For, I was looking uh, for Event Horizon, uh, another throwback, but. Um, they used to have I, it on I there. It was on there for a long time. Uh, yeah, well, I, I thought it was too, but I typed in E V E N and it wasn't popping up. But Seven did, so I watched Seven instead, and um, it's still a good like noir kind of like thriller. But I was struck by how bad Brad Pitt is in that movie. And well, he's like a nothing character. Like all he does is like walk around and go like, huh, mm, ha. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's really weird and twitchy. It's like he he got the script, decided exactly how he was going to deliver every single one of his lines, and then did that on set. So it doesn't ever feel like he's actually talking to anybody on set because he's not like responding to anything that Morgan Freeman says. He just like has like a built-in nose twitch and like like sticks his tongue out for a second and then delivers the line he was going to you know, exactly the way he was going to do it anyway. Isn't that movie, like, super long? Nah, it's not too bad. Really? I was like, eh, not quite two hours, maybe. Mm. Pretty good. How's Kevin, the Kevin, how's is, the Kevin uh, Spacey hold up? Speaking I can't of believe you could watch it now. hell and the devil, have you guys seen the, the, um, the M. Night Shyamalan movie about the devil in the elevator? Oh, in the elevator? Yeah. The devil no. Vader? 
I, I, I know of the movie, but <laughs> tell, I have not actually, it's actually had the pleasure Tell me it's actually it. called The Devil Vader. It's called The Devil, I think. Or Devil. Yeah, oh. it's literally called Devil. It's the stupidest fucking name. Oh my name. god, I've been and the, wanting the plot to see it is, so bad. There's like five people in an elevator, and one of them's the Devil. And don't, you don't know who it is. Too much. Oh, so it's like too much. It's like playing. That's <laughs> like on like, the poster that I saw. <laughs> it's like playing Secret Hitler. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, I'm. I've been wanting to watch that for a really long time. Um, because oh, you so know, you have back on back on top. He's doing. He's doing that new oh uh, the unbreakable unbreakable movie yeah but that movie's actually unbreakable was actually good unbreakable was, was good I'm, yeah I'm into the idea of a sequel to that one I would watch that I also just I love M Night Shyamalan like have you seen have you seen Lady in the Water <laughs> I have not that's where it's I got incredible. off the track it's incredible I have not seen that's... any of his post Lady in the Water movies wait that's, the that's was good. The... That's not the one about fucking the fish man. No. It's about like and Bryce Dallas Howard is what like movie a am I thinking of? You're thinking of I thought that was the <laughs> the the taste or the smell of Oh the, 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 shape, the, the shape of water. Water. the, the skull yeah. the shape of the skull of water. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a mermaid phrenology film. <laughs> really weird turn. As opposed to the fish fucking turn? I don't yeah. know. Um Lady in the Water is like about him with Paul Giamatti having writer's block or whatever. Isn't he like the main character in that movie? He's not. He's a. He's a. He's one of the main characters. He's not the like the main yeah. dude. That's Paul Giamatti. That's where I couldn't get. Was, I couldn't get on the board with it. Oh when my I was god! Like, that's Look, what I'm made cool it so if good. you have a cameo in your movie as a director, mm. but if you're like making yourself like a a major listen, character, listen, I'm not down for that. Listen, it's so perfect because <laughs> it's 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 like. He's it's his fucking it's his it's his world view it's his like magnum opus it's like his vision of who he is and what he's doing and it is epic anyway <laughs> lots of lots of directors you know star in the movies they direct i mean ben affleck does it all the true. time and he's He's an auteur. I mean, those people were actors first. There's, listen, though. listen. There's <laughs> a character in the movie that is a film critic, and he's just the fucking worst. Oh, that sounds and good. He gets, that sounds like, good. He gets murdered. He's the only character <laughs> in the movie that dies, and he gets taken out by this, oh. like, werewolf beast. And this I was is gonna before. Say, like, hopefully completely inappropriate to the plot too. Yeah. It's and like it's, a romantic like comedy. But then all it. of a sudden the film critic just gets murdered brutally and then it goes back to like a nice <laughs> love story. But but he's like narrating it as it's happening. He's like he's like narrating the movie tropes. And is and the this wolf is the like part. made out of sticks? He's uh, the wolf is it's part of the mythology. There's, there's. Yeah, wait. Are you guys giving narfs. away spoilers here? I think Listen, M Night Shyamalan is scared you... of sticks because there's a lot of sti- scary sticks in his movie. He's always yeah. setting up creepy sticks, man. Uh, everybody's like, afraid of sticks, though. The village yeah. is basically creepy sticks. The movie, like that's the that village whole movie. Is true. Yeah. That's true. But I mean, the Blair Witch Project started the whole creepy stick thing. Just mm, like that is sticks true. hanging in trees. M Night Shyamalan totally unoriginal. It's a standard horror trope, you know, the stick scratching against the window or whatever. My favorite M. Night Shyamalan fact is that he ghost wrote uh, the movie She's All That. (laughs) Did not know. Incredible. That guy. (laughs) That guy's amazing. 
I love him. I kind of wish The Sixth Sense had a ghostwriter that was credited. (laughs) It would would work so well. Yeah, they should make a sequel to that. Have you seen Haley Joel Osment lately? Oh, man. Yeah, he's in Silicon Valley, right? Oh, is he? Yeah. He looks like Al from Tool Time now. It's it's strange Mm -hmm. that his face stayed exactly the same size (laughs) while the rest of his body got bigger. Yeah. That's 1,000% true. (laughs) He's so tidy. He looks like those Charlie Kirk memes. (laughs) The the shrinking face. He's still, he's doing the voice in Kingdom Hearts 3, but it's like him as like a 35-year-old man trying to do the voice of, like, a 10-year-old, of, like, his own 10-year-old self, and it's oh, just, no. it's not great, but Wait, it's also what great. What Disney movie was Haley Joel Osment in? Oh, no, he does the va- the main character in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, oh, I see. So he's just playing a kid. Yeah, he does anime, uh, like, Sora or whatever. Just some random kid. Huh. Well, good for him. I'm I'm glad that he's still gainfully employed. He was... He was not bad in any of the movies he was in. Alright, before we take a break and try to take this out on a high note. Nothing. I've got nothing. Let's 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 take a break and try to take this out on a high note. Oh, I'm sure there's something. <laughs> the audience is right. You look like you work in Vegas. Really? I know I get that a lot. Someone thought I was a stripper or a porn star. I'm like, nope, I love Jesus. I'm not like that. Well, what is your name? Um, my name is Trish Like Fish. Trish. And Trish, how do you... Trish Like Fish. Trish, I'm fascinated. How do you function in life? In other words, are you able to walk around and, and, and get a job? I'm like a computer programmer, but I work in my house so no one ever sees me. <laughs> All right, what are you going to do today? Um, I talk really fast, and like I'm no. a rapper. Yes, a rapper. A rapper. All right, I have high hopes for you. Go ahead. Yes, I'm ready. I'm on TV, I'm watching Make Tea, thinking how should we be on that stage on a case show, my soul off a pole, then take it seriously, because I never had talent. I'm not like Jimmy Fallon. If people think I'm bad, but just like any other blonde, except for my hot mom, who says her class is all fast. Can't even though class, cut me off, I'm too bad. I'm barking with a, cut me off, no. just annoying for me. Oh, it was I'm sorry. very annoying. It was it gave me a headache and I'm uh, I'm not feeling well. Let's go to Sharon. Trisha, I couldn't understand anything you were saying. Yeah. Cuz it was that quick. I mean, I'm not really a rapper. I just need to make up a talent to see how it starts. Oh, well, that's different. Now you're talking. Howard, how often hug her. You know what, baby? That's the sweetest thing I ever heard. Earlier we were talking about uh, Mannheim Steamroller and about how Chip Davis is from Omaha. Uh, I didn't know if you guys knew that Chip Davis was also part of the, the group that made that song Convoy. Oh, like we got a trucking convoy trucking through the night or whatever? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah, with the, like, spoken word. You could almost call it a rap about, like, dodging the cops and all of these semi-trucks. Uh, now, if you told me that, like, he was part of the group that wrote that weird, like, 80s synth song that they always use for, like, the Huskers or <laughs> right, yeah. I'd be like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But no, <laughs> I did not see Convoy coming out of that one. Obviously, he took a different turn professionally. 
WC McCall. I think C stands for chip or something like that. It's like a it's like a made a made up name. Anyway, a little factoid for you, but I bet we can do better. Brendan, you said that you had a a killer high note for us this week. Uh, I, I have to just tell you the tale. Uh, and I'm not sure if I should thank you or be mad at you. <laughs> Uh-oh. But... All right, children, gather around the the hearth. But when I was like, oh, I'm going to Denver and I don't really know what I should do, do you remember what you said? Oh. <laughs> Did you guys visit Casa Bonita? We went to Casa Bonita. What's that? What is that? What... <laughs> Yeah, I'm there with you. I went there, and I don't know. All right, so so, so people from the uh, other parts of the the Midwest who, who don't have mountain access might not know of Casa Bonita, which ostensibly is a it's a Mexican restaurant that's a kind of on multiple stories, and then there's a bunch of stuff to do, like there's live music and. There's a cliff diver show right in the middle of the dining room, and then a bunch of other, like, arcade type stuff. What do you mean a cliff diver show? There is... Okay, so this place, it's ostensibly a restaurant, but the food is absolutely terrible. <laughs> it is... Like, it is bad. It's, it's Chuck E. Cheese's. Like, it can't... Yeah, it's... Be, I mean, I the guess Rain it is kind of like Cafe. a Chuck E. Cheese. It is kind of like that, where it's like, look, you're not going there for the food... I expected the food to be passable and not actively bad. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and it was made worse. First of all, you roll up to this place and it looks majestic. It's like got this huge... Is it like medieval times? It almost kind of is. It's like got this huge uh, like facade in the front of it where there's like this huge like bell tower and it looks very like Spanish and like stucco. It, it looks like the governor's mansion for somebody who used to govern part of Mexico for the, the queen of Spain. Yeah, it's like Pablo Escobar's like okay. vacation house or something like that. So it's like a, a mission. Right, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all adobe and like colonnades and stuff. Except it's literally in the middle of a strip mall next to a laundromat and a dollar tree. <laughs> and so you're like, what? Huh. what is happening, right? And so you walk in and you have to like get in line and you go through like a theme park-esque like line situation where there's like all of the like metal railings that like zigzag back and forth and you just walk through them because there's no there's not a lot <laughs> um what would you do if you showed up and there was that that many people there you would turn around and leave <laughs> well, yeah. um, also without people there it kind of gives it that uh like eerie abandoned theme park <laughs> feeling oh absolutely <laughs> uh, and we went on like a monday night so it was like it was not hopping so we're waiting in line with, like, the four other people who were there going through the, like, confusing thing where, like, the first thing you do when you go to a restaurant is that you talk to, like, one bored teenager <laughs> who just wants to be on their phone but instead has to, like, and explain to you, like, yeah, this is how it works here. Like, you walk in and you immediately, like, order off of this menu and then you, like, walk over to a food counter and they give you your food right away, and then you go sit down. Oh, they don't. And it's very. Confusing. They don't have the little flags for the table anymore. Oh, that's still that's still okay. there, but it's just for if you get more food, <laughs> if you're stupid enough to order the all you can eat, which we of course did, because the guy in front of us in line turned to my wife and was like, "Hey, I have a coupon," and she was like, "I, I don't even care what it says. I'm sold. Coupon there." And so we got the all you can eat. And that was a definite mistake. Oh, no. Because it was very bad. But I was starving, and so I did eat it. 
and then they brought me more and I was like, uh, maybe I'll eat some more. And I was like, I should not have done that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So move on to the, uh, the entertainment. Yeah. So you walk in, you immediately are like, how did they fit this into a freaking strip mall? Because there's like a 30 foot waterfall in the middle of the damn restaurant and everything smells like a pool. <laughs> yeah. That, that I do remember. Everything smelled like, what? like salsa, sopapillas and chlorine. Yeah. And there's like a mariachi band by like a fake well. And there's like this elaborate arches and like fake palm trees. And it's so like literally every surface is covered in Christmas lights. Like it's <laughs> like the Griswold family house or whatever. They're just everywhere. And yeah, you sit down at your table. Every 10 minutes, there's like a activity. So like either the mariachi band comes out and sings a song or a guy in a gorilla suit comes out and just like does a comedy skit that you can't fucking hear because it's next to a 30 foot waterfall but it doesn't matter because it's just like a high school kid like making it up and they don't even want to be there or care anyway the board high school student is the most woke worker yeah. i'm just gonna say oh, yeah. that so solidarity with any comrades right. who were bored high school students working for right. minimum wage. And then he, like, goes into a closet, takes off the gorilla suit, and then, like, ten minutes later, he comes back out, and it's like, Hey, what's up, guys? Everybody, welcome to the best restaurant in the world. Casa Bonita, <laughs> who wants to see some cliff dives? And then he, like, backflips into the pool. Hell yeah. It's fucking what? sick. It's sick as hell. <laughs> it's that's so good. Dope. Yeah, the cliff diving makes it worth it for me. I mean, that's, that's the main thing that I remember from it is... Because they're, they're jumping off this... They're at least when I was there last, they were all dressed up like like cavemen, but like sexy caveman mm. outfits. Yeah. You know, they're into like pi- it's like pirates now. It's more piratey. Okay. Are they like babes? Right. Oh, that this dude was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Uh, it's probably inappropriate <laughs> for oh. me to say because I don't. I don't know how old these kids were. They seem pretty young. Oh, but this oh, dude they were was, kids. He was totally cut. Uh, yeah. And he was doing like triple backflips. It was amazing. I was very impressed. Some like some like high school gymnast or something. Yeah. He's oh, going to yeah. run for Congress in in Denver in like fifteen years or yeah. something. Oh, it and he'll seems still like a, be a pretty sweet minimum wage gig for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, do oh, they wow. still have? I remember also the last time we were there, and again, I I only remember this from when I was a little kid. But there was a like a walk through thing called Black Bart's Cave. Oh hell yes. Okay. Yeah, this is like an extremely low rent, like mini haunted house type experience that's just kind like of. In... But it's it's also whimsical sometimes, if I'm remembering it right. Yeah, I mean it's just you know like a kid's haunted house type thing where you're just like wandering through these like caves and you like have to duck because there's like fake stalactites made out of cement everywhere. Oh no! And then like you walk around a corner and then just like you know a light shines on a like a mask that they like hung from the ceiling and it's like ah, <laughs> right oh no there's like a or whatever like a runaway mine cart at some point like you turn the corner and like the lights on the mine cart right light up but it's just a stationary thing that's just <laughs> <Right>. there yeah, <laughs> yeah it was uh, i feared for my life I, I i was like i guess i'm walking through this thing and i don't know what's happening and i was like i'm gonna die i'm about to die right oh, now wow. i'm getting extremely claustrophobic we walked around and the place is huge like it is it's like three stories or something it's very labyrinthine so there's like everything is just laid out in like a twisty way and like you go down the stairs and then you go up a bridge and then there's a cave and then there's a arcade and then there yeah it's just nuts it's somebody's like fever dream of what like a themed mexican restaurant would look like 
Man. Uh, with with all of the the attendant dream logic, the strange, horrifying things. That was someone's magnum opus. I am now obsessed with trying to figure out like how this came to be. Yeah. Who w- wanted to do this? Why they wanted to do this? That seems like a pretty dope job, though. How it was able to actually get <laughs> financed and made and continue to operate yeah. to this day. Well, yeah, because it's a destination because. People like me who went there as a kid now have friends who have kids. It was like, oh, you're going to be in Denver. You should probably take them to Casa Bonita. Yeah, we literally the only reason I went is not because of you at all, but because we every time we drive to Colorado, right over the Nebraska border, there's like a really nice Colorado Welcome Center and really nice local old ladies just hang out there all day. Yeah. And are desperate to talk to people. They've got all so those awesome, like, in. colored, glossy flyers that are sitting oh, there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we literally walked in, and she was like, oh, what are you guys going to do? And we're like, oh, I don't know. We got a couple things. You know, we might go see Rocky Mountain National Park for a day or two, and then we don't really know. And she was like, oh, you should go to Casabonia. <laughs> <laughs> How old are your kids? And I was like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> um, and it was an amazing experience. The kids had a freaking blast. But literally on the drive home, you know, we were talking about like, oh, all the fun stuff we did. And, you know, what was your favorite thing and stuff? And they were like, you know, I liked going to Casa Bonita, but I don't think we need to go there next time. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you got it, dude. Nailed it. Yeah, it's a it's a weird Denver institution. Um, I'm glad that it's still there and I'm glad you guys went to it, but. Yeah, I'm not interested in going again. I just wanted to hear your story. It sounds horrible, and it sounds like I would love it. Yeah, it was it was fun. Because I love horrible shit. I just, <laughs> I walked around with the biggest smile on my face. Just of amusement and confusion. Yep. Yeah, it, was it, is, it is a perplexing restaurant, for sure. Kind of revolutionary in that sense of being so good at being exactly how bad it is. I was going to say a mean thing. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't want to. <laughs> not not in the high note. Megan's. Thank you for your commitment. Megan's committing yeah, to the to bit. The high note. Yeah. Has anything positive happened in your life in the last three months? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You're bringing it. You're bringing it down again, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> uh, keep, it, keep in mind. <laughs> keep in mind that mine was. I went to a bad Mexican restaurant and probably got food poisoned. That was mine. So, um, oh wait, did you guys have uh, have food poisoning? A little bit of upset. I mean, no. Upset tummy after that. Just you just didn't feel great. Tell, about tell it, me you that know? you got sopapillas. That's that's another fond memory of Casabonita. Yeah, people said the sopapillas were like good, <laughs> and and they were not. They were liars. They were they were edible. Like they were edible, and I ate them, but they were not. Yeah. Good. Don't let people lie okay. to you and say that the sopapillas are legit. But good. what if those are the best? option there <laughs> oh they are I'm, don't worry about I'm that i'm starting to think the the thing about casa benita is that nobody has actually been to it since they were kids yeah and now it's just now it's just a trap for other parents that they're friends with it's a hazing <laughs> while we were there they legit like right next to us at the table next to us seated two grown-ass men who look like they maybe they were like construction workers or garbage men or something these two like middle-aged dudes just rolled up, sat at a table for two, chowed down on this absolutely atrocious food, <laughs> didn't even like pay attention when the people were diving or anything yeah. like that, and left after like 20 minutes. And we were like, 
what? How? What are you doing? This costs like fifteen dollars for this shitty Mexican food. You could but go it, and get like a gas all... station burrito for three dollars and get way better food than this. But it was like, it the all you can eat? No, I don't even think they did that. And that's that costs like three extra bucks. <laughs> that's not a bad deal, man. Oh. You can you can yeah, eat a lot is. of food. That's how they tricked me. I was like, you're right. That's not a bad deal. But it was a bad deal. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> Do you think that they knew that? Do you think that, like, our food's really fucking bad? So let's just... I don't know. I, I think maybe, gonna... one, maybe they went there when they were kids and, like, someone, like, broke a glass on their foot or something. And so they just get free Casabonita for life. And so he's just like, yeah, I just go here every week because, you know, it's just free. Who knows? I don't know. It's it's time for me to let you in on the secret, Brendan. I'm sorry, Casa Bonita is actually just an elaborate prank that yeah. thousands <laughs> of us have been like playing it. on ever since the inception. That's dope. I want to go so bad. <laughs> no, it, it is a thing that cannot be described. It must be experienced. Yeah. Like anything that I say does not live up to the experience of being there. I have I have like an actual like tourist destination i want to go to now i don't think i can like think of any i don't really care about traveling but it's nice when you're up in the mountains and there's one place that you can walk into that you know is always going to be just slightly uncomfortably humid <laughs> that was definitely nice i definitely did get re-moisturized because you get pretty dried out out there and it was definitely damp yep uh throughout yep damp that's exactly how i like my mexican restaurants described (laughs) (laughs) our clothes smelled when the next day we were like packing our clothes up and we were like oh my god this legit smells like casa bonita right now with my scarf i think i have to throw it away oh no you know there 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 is one other place that i would I would go to. I would really like to go to the Creationist Museum. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pandora, the <gasps> world of uh, Avatar. What? <laughs> oh, but that's an actual that's an actual theme park. That's a like Universal, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's it's the best. I, I, I have I heard about this because yeah, I remember. It's probably the closest thing to Casa Bonita that I've ever experienced. Isn't it like actually really cool? I also had really bad food there, <laughs> but it is really cool. It's like really beautiful, the food right? Is so bad. Huh. Yeah, it's really bizarre and uh, and interesting. It's just again, it's like you go there and you're like, this shouldn't exist. Oh like, yeah, no one should have spent yeah. tens of millions of dollars, most likely making. Yeah an avatar movie theme park like it shouldn't have happened (laughs) but they did it and they did it to the best of their ability and when you go there you can't help but to just be amazed and to just just go with it and then after you leave you're like that was nuts (laughs) (laughs) but while you were there you're having the best time i was amazed that megan brought up uh the rainforest cafe earlier i i hadn't thought about I'm sure that's not in business anymore, yeah, it right? Yeah, there's one in, really? in quite downtown Chicago, but yeah, River North. Yeah, that, that company had a couple of different ones. Um, we went to the Atlantis-themed one uh, when we went to Mall of America exactly one time. Ooh. And it was it was all right. It was like a bunch of like ruined like Doric architecture and aquariums. Um, so that was pretty cool. Let me tell you about the weirdest chain that I have ever been to. In South Africa, 
what were the name? I don't remember the name of the chain, but I do remember each city had like a different Native American theme. Okay. <laughs> so this was in South Africa. And it was very bizarre. There was like, wait, so the the restaurants between different cities had different Native American themes. Or yeah, each? there was like the Ohio tribe, the Cherokee, the like Blackfoot. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, it was so bizarre. And then it had like really kitsch Native like like headdresses and just like total stereotypes. The dime store, like cigar yeah. Indian, like yeah. standing outside. Yeah. Strangely similar to uh, the Pandora theme park, actually. <laughs> Because it is also full of uh, questionable Native American appropriation. That's what happens when you write an entire story that's just an allegory for disenfranchised indigenous people yeah. in your culture. That's the funniest part about it, though, is that yeah. there's like a fake like storyline of Avatar World where they're like, Hey, remember in the movie when people were like mining and like being mean? Like, we're just all about tourism now. So it's cool, right? <laughs> Tourism is nothing like exploitation of a cur- <laughs> <Yeah>. of a culture. <laughs> so anyway, oh, why don't you just take their uh, rite of passage? Uh, it's a, just a ninety minute wait over here in the line. <laughs> do you think in the Pandora theme park, do they dress everything up for Christmas like Casa Bonita does? Oh, they absolutely do. In fact, uh, one of the coolest things about it is at night. Like, everything's, like, glow-in-the-dark and stuff. Yeah. And so there's, like, all these... They actually do a really cool job of, like... They have real plants that are, like, weird-ass-looking plants that they have. And then they also have, like, fake space plants. Mm. Um, Cool. And you kind of almost can't even tell sometimes, like, which ones are which. Uh, But, yeah, at night, like, they have all the fake space plants light up. And, like, when you walk on the path, like, the path lights up beneath your feet and stuff. That's cool. Well, there you go, listeners. If you need your uh, seasonal uh, spectacular, you know a couple of uh, theme restaurants to go to now. Yeah, Spur in South Africa. Spur. <laughs> I recommend wow. the Spur Cherokee. I think that one is in Cape Town. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> try. For yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Megan, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for putting up with my cranky ass tonight. You were great. I hope that we helped lift your spirits as yeah. we go into the holiday season here. I'm moderately less cranky now, I think. You you often are not cranky and sometimes also cranky <laughs> online. Where can people find uh, you? No, I'm meme witch. Witch, yep. not W, M-E-M-E. Yes, yes, at, at meme witch. Um, you have a podcast also, don't you? I do. I do, and um, we're going to release an episode for the holidays where we cancel family. Family's canceled. We're done with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. What's What's the name of the podcast? Oh yeah, Naughty by Nurture. We'll be looking forward to that. We'll uh, We'll make sure to promote that on our <laughs> channels too, because Naughty by Nurture is a great show. Aww. Let's see. You can look forward to uh, an episode of the Cold Pizza Party where I went on with Adam and Lubitsa and talked about the horrible uh, Hallmark, now on Netflix, Christmas film, The Spirit of Christmas, um, about a handsome but cursed ghost at a 
at an at an inn in in Vermont around the holidays, and a, a plucky but overworked um, and emotionally closed off young female lawyer. Um, so look for that. And oh my god, do they fall in love? Um, I I'm not going to spoil it for the audience. Spoilers. But yes, yes, they do. Um, pretty much immediately, awesome. and it is a ridiculous film. So look forward to that, and I'll be tweeting about that on my Twitter at Matt the Great. And Brendan Williams, what do you got? What do you got? You, you're you're back with me for a couple. Who of, are you? For a couple more episodes before Christmas. Yeah, we got John Levitt coming. That's up. right. We got the lit crit guys going to explain Brexit to me. <laughs> so very excited about that. And talk about um, uh, Christmas themed horror films if we have time to watch them. Uh yeah, and I'm online at Brendan Williams with one L. So we'll see you all for that. And thanks again, y'all. This has been fun. Later. (laughs) 